One, two, three, four. If you woke up one morning and saw a geezer in your mirror, there's a couple geezers got some things you need to hear. Yes, yeah, some say get low, he pulled a fade of heart, but if you do it right, your life could be a work of art. So eliminate the worry, eliminate the strife. It's time to have your fun. It's the geezer Thanks for listening today, geezers and future geezers. You know, sooner or later, just about everyone ends up in our geezer gang. If you didn't, that means you checked out a little early, I guess. So today we're going to talk about retirement, including the joys and challenges that that brings. So being retired in itself does not mean you're a geezer, as some pretty young people are retiring nowadays. And some old geezers work until they drop, either because they love what they do they have to keep working financially, or they're just afraid of having too much time on their hands and don't know what to do with themselves. So today we'll chat about both the joyous and scary things about being retired. Finding your newfound freedom is something that retirement brings. For those of you who can't wait for that after a lifetime of work-related schedules, it can be a challenge to get used to after a while. For the first few months, it feels great to not have anything to do tomorrow. But after a bit, you start to feel like an unproductive person waiting for the Grim Reaper. And boredom can be a very real and depressing facet of retirement. Now, one activity that won't cost you a dime is to listen to the Geezer Life podcast every week. So listening to our podcast will save you 15 to 20 minutes of boredom. So it'll help, but it's not going to solve your entire problem. Uh, Retirement also brings fixed income, health concerns the older you get, and may bring, like we said, boredom. So we did some research and came up with the top 10 things retirees can do to help combat boredom, kind of in reverse order like David Letterman used to do. And actually, if you know who David Letterman is, you're probably kind of geezery at this point. Jake, what do you have for uh, number 10? All right. Well, thanks, Dave. Uh, you know, taking care of yourself. This is kind of a given, and it can fill up free time, like walking, hiking, stretching, uh, doing yoga, Make sure you take your medication. You pretty much have to devote some time each day in order to stay healthy as a geezer. If you don't, you're going to be toast before too long. Our friend Delilah didn't bother to take care of herself. She phoned her doctor's office and says, Is it true, she wanted to know, that the medication you prescribed has to be taken for the rest of my life? Yes, said the doctor. I'm afraid so. Oh, there was a moment of silence before she replied, I'm wondering then, just how serious is my condition? Because the prescription is marked, no refills. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, number nine, not only taking care of yourself is an important thing, but also taking care of your finances and where you live, like your house, your apartment, your condo, RV, or your kid's basement if that's where you end up, which it will be where you end up if you don't take care of your finances. (laughs) Wherever you call home. Cleaning, good housekeeping is important, especially with all the germs nowadays, and it can fill some of your extra hours each week when you get bored. You know, we had a friend named Olga, and she loved a clean house, but couldn't afford a new vacuum cleaner that she wanted because she wasn't that careful with her finances. So one day, she got a knock on the door and uh, was kind of confronted by a very well-dressed young man carrying a vacuum cleaner. Good morning, ma'am, he said. 
If you could take a couple of minutes and just look at this demonstration, it's the very latest in high-powered vacuum cleaners. Go away, said Olga. I'm broke and haven't got any money. And proceeded to close the door on him. But quick as a flash, he stuck his foot in the door and pushed it wide open. Don't be too hasty, he commanded. Not until you have at least seen my demonstration. And with that, he emptied a bucket of horse manure onto her hallway carpet. Now, if this vacuum cleaner does not remove all traces of this horse manure from your carpet, I will personally eat the remainder. Olga stepped back and said with a smile, Well, let me get you a spoon, young man, because they cut off my electricity yesterday. <laughs> so do your physical exercises and your financial exercises as well. That's good advice. You know, another pastime um, for uh, geezers is uh, spending time with family. You know, that's a great way to fill up your day, catching up with your kids, nieces or nephews, grandkids, grandnieces, grandnephews, siblings, you know, just goes on and on and on. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of opportunity here, that is, if you like your family. <laughs> One of my geezer buddies had a serious hearing problem for a number of years, went to the doctor to be fitted for a hearing aid and would return to 100% hearing. Well, my buddy went back for a further test to the doctor a month later, and the doctor said, your hearing is perfect. Your family must be really pleased that you can hear again. To which my friend replied, oh, I haven't told my family yet. I just sit around and listen to their conversations. I've changed my will three times, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it finally gives you some time in retirement to connect with some of your old friends and with family, except you can pick your friends. You can't really pick your family. Anyway, the concept is the same, and you can fill some time if you're worried about getting bored. You can change your voicemail. Here's what I did on mine. It's an effective way to select who you really want to uh, connect with. Mine now says, I'm not available right now, but thank you for caring enough to call. I'm making some changes in my life. Please leave a message after the beep. If, you, if I do not return your call, you are one of the changes. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I still get return calls from you, Dave. <laughs> you know, another uh, opportunity, number six in our lineup, is uh, new hobbies. And they're always fun and can be productive way to stay busy. Uh, one new trend of hobbies is raising chickens. It's sort of the new cool thing to do, chicken coops, fresh eggs, you know, all that stuff. I have a friend named Jay who actually does do this. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, is he a geezer? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, good. Well, there you go. Um, but it reminds me of a funny story um, that comes along with some wisdom of the pecking order in retirement. Uh, here goes. An old retired guy that took, a, took the raising chickens as a hobby in retirement went out one day and bought a brand new stud rooster for his chicken coop. And that's to replace the old rooster that was pretty much in retirement. The new rooster struts over to the old rooster and says, okay, old fart. Time for you to retire for good. You should have been retired for a long time ago. The old rooster replies, come on, surely you can handle all of these chickens by yourself. Look what it's done to me. Can't you just let me have a couple of old hens and three or four of those young hens? This will save you from having to enter retirement before your time. The young rooster said, beat it, old bird. Uh, you're washed up and I'm taking over. Full retirement will do you good. The old rooster says, I'll tell you what, young stud, I'll race you around the house. Whoever wins gets the exclusive domain of the entire chicken coop. The young rooster laughed and said, you know, you don't stand a chance, old bird. So just be fair. I'll give you a head start. 
The old rooster takes off running. About 15 seconds later, the young rooster takes off running after him. They round the front porch of the house, and the young rooster has closed the gap. He's only about five feet behind the old guy and racing fast. The old guy, meanwhile, that bought the rooster, is sitting on his porch. He spots the two roosters chasing each other. The old rooster is squawking and running as hard as he can. The old man grabs a shotgun and boom, he blows the young rooster to bits. The ultimate retirement for him long before his time. <laughs> the old man sadly shakes his head and said, doggone it, third gay roosters I bought this month. <laughs> and the moral of the story is don't mess with old retired individuals in the world. Age, skill, wisdom, and a little treachery always overcomes youth and arrogance. <laughs> Excellent advice. You know, cooking can be a fun pastime. It's one of my personal favorites. In fact, I make my wife three home-cooked meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and supper every day. So you can take a cooking class if you don't know how. There's lots of educational resources online. Or even join a cooking club. But be careful um, of who you associate with. Some of these chefs are kind of romantic-type dudes out there. And I know of a grandpa... Uh, he watches his granddaughter once a month and was putting her to bed. She's like three years old. And told her a story and listened to her prayers, which ended by saying, God bless Mommy, God bless Daddy, God bless Grandpa, God bless Grandma, God bless Great Grandma, and goodbye, Great Grandpa. The grandpa asked, why did you say goodbye, Great Grandpa? The little girl said, I don't know. It just seemed like the thing to do. The next day, Great Grandpa died. The grandpa thought it was a strange coincidence. A few months later, the grandpa was putting the girl to bed and listened to her prayers, which went like this. God bless mommy. God bless daddy. God bless grandma. God bless grandpa. Goodbye, great grandma. The next day, the great grandma died. Holy cow, thought the grandpa. This kid is in contact with the supernatural on the other side. Several weeks later, the girl was going to bed. The grandpa heard her say, God bless mommy. God bless Daddy, God bless Grandma, and goodbye, Grandpa. Well, I mean, Grandpa practically went into shock. He couldn't sleep all night. He got up at the crack of dawn, went into work at his part-time job. He was nervous as a cat all day. He had lunch and watched the clock. He figured if he could just get by till midnight, he'd be okay. He felt safe there, so instead of going home at the end of the day, he stayed there drinking coffee, looking at his watch, and jumping at every sound. Finally, midnight arrived. He breathed a sigh of relief and went home. When he got home, his wife, the grandma, said, I've never seen you work so late. What's the matter? Grandpa said, I don't want to talk about it. I've just spent the worst day of my life. Grandma said, you think you had a bad day? You'll never believe what happened to me this morning. The master chef at my cooking class that I've known for years just dropped dead in the middle of my lesson. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, that'll make sure that uh, you be careful with some of the hobbies you pick. <laughs> uh, number four, uh, volunteering work can keep you from getting bored and also be quite fulfilling. Well, well, sometimes that is. Uh, here's a little story. A retired man who volunteered to entertain patients in a nursing home and hospitals went to one of the local uh, Green Bay hospitals and took, a guitar along, took his guitar along. He told some jokes, sang a song, some funny songs, um, and a few more jokes. When he finished, he said, farewell, I hope you get better. One of the elderly gentlemen replied, said, 
I hope you get better too. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I think we've heard that when he played as the geezers a few times. <laughs> I think so. We talked about playing at the local nursing home sometime. Yeah, we may want to rethink that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're brutally honest. Remember, the, cats the filters there. are gone. The filters <laughs> are gone. You know, another thing you can do is travel, and there's all sorts of activities related to travel, depending on a your physical capabilities and, of course, your financial situation, because it's certainly not cheap nowadays. So. You could go on something like a skiing trip to the Rockies if you're physically capable of it. And um, I had a friend who did that, a buddy named Joe, and he had a life-changing experience there. So after retirement, he went skiing with his other buddy, Kent. They loaded up Kent's truck and headed into the mountains in Colorado. After driving for a few hours, they got caught in a terrible snowstorm as they approached the foothills of Colorado, and they pulled into a nearby ranch. A very attractive retired woman answered the door. Joe and Kent asked if they could spend the night, and she said, uh, I know it's terrible weather out there, and I have this huge house all by myself, but I'm recently widowed, and I know that the neighbors will talk and tell the world if I let the two of you stay in my house. Joe replied, don't worry. The two of us will be happy to sleep in the barn. Once the weather breaks, we'll be out of here immediately headed for the mountains. She agreed to that and settled in for the night. Early morning arrived, the weather cleared, Joe and Kent left without saying goodbye. They made it safe to the mountains and had a nice weekend of skiing. Nine months later, Joe got an unexpected letter from an attorney. It took him a few minutes to figure it out, but he finally determined that it was from the other attorney of the attractive widow that Kent and he had met on the ski weekend. So he stopped by to see Kent at the coffee shop and asked, Kent, do you remember that good-looking widow at the farm where we stayed and our annual ski trip up north about nine months ago? Yes, I do, replied Kent. I'm just curious, stated Joe. Did you happen to get up in the middle of the night while I slept and go into the house and pay her a little visit? Kent said, yes, I confess I did. I admit it. And did you happen to use my name, continued Joe, with the questioning, instead of telling her your real name? Well, Kent's face turned red, and he said, yeah, look, I'm sorry, old buddy. I'm afraid I did. By the way, what brought this up? Why do you ask? Well, she just died, declared Joe, and left me everything in her will. Thanks a lot, old buddy. Oh, Kent must have done a pretty good job that (laughs) night. That's all I can say. And set up Joe for life for the retirement. That's a good. His financial worries are done now. So, uh, you know, number two on our list is music. Uh, Music's a great pastime. So pull out the old vinyls, cassettes, CDs, Go to your local used record shop and find some oldies that you don't have. It brings back a lot of good memories. Here's a, some remix titles for retirees of some old songs. The old Carly Simon song, You're So Varicose Vain. <laughs> she probably does have varicose veins <laughs> by now. And then... You know, she was with Mick Jagger for a while. Oh, is that right? Yeah, there's some... Uh, he sang backup on that song, You're So Vain. Oh, you know who that song was about, I think. Well, was, I heard Warren Beatty. I heard James Taylor. I, James Taylor. I heard Mick Jagger. There's yeah. still... It's, I don't think she's ever revealed. Saving, I don't know. Saving it for her next book. I yeah, I guess so. And then, How Can You Mend a Broken Hip? That was by the Bee Gees. <laughs> And by Johnny Nash song is, I can't see clearly now. <laughs> and then these boots are made for our, these boots gave me arthritis by Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> and then the Commodore's favorite, once, twice, three trips to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. That's a nightly one. <laughs> and the Beatles, I get by with a little help from my depends. <laughs> <laughs> The Who rockin' song, talking about my medication. Yeah, they should do that one. And the Trogs, bald thing. 
as opposed <laughs> to wild thing. And then Rolling Stone's favorite, you can't always pee when you want. <laughs> so Mick, I think, is getting on 80 now. Well, he's got to be an old codger by now, <laughs> yeah, I think. He's he's so that's probably true to him. He'd probably change the words to that song when he performs that in front of <laughs> thousands of people. And then the last one by Buddy Holly is... That will be the day that I die. <laughs> you know, those are all great geezer titles. In fact, the geezers, our little band here, should do some versions of those and play them in our future podcasts. I think that's a good idea. So the number one geezer activity you can do from getting bored is golfing, and we just covered that in depth in our last podcast, uh, episode nine. Check it out if you haven't heard it yet. Here's another little golf story though, that we did not mention on that, and it's uh, about a retired husband and wife who love to golf. They played for many, many years and continued to enjoy it into their retirement years. One day on a golf course, the husband turned to his wife and said, Honey, I have a confession to make. Many, many years ago, I had an affair. I never told you, but she meant nothing to me, and I never did it again. The wife said, That's okay. I forgive you, but I also have a confession to make. Five years before we met, I used to be a man. My soul was that of a woman, though. So I had surgery to become a woman. I hope you understand. But the guy was totally pissed and went off on her. You deceiving and cheating bitch. All these years you took advantage of me, teeing off from the woman's tea box. (laughs) Oh, there's some more wisdom to to go with. Uh, so, well, anyway, well, that about wraps up this week's episode. Just to summarize the top 10 activities to keep you from being bored in retirement. Number 10, take care of yourself. Every day. Number nine, take care of where you live. Number eight, spending time with family. If you like your family. And number seven, spending times with friends and selecting friends carefully. <laughs> uh, number six, hobbies like raising chickens or podcasting or learning to play music like we did. Number five, cooking. Number four, volunteer work. Number three, travel. Number two, music. And the number one retirement activity, golfing. We'll see you next week. Geezer Life is written, directed, produced, and edited by Dave and Jake. We do it all ourselves, except when we have to reach out to younger people to help us remember what buttons to push. If you enjoy our podcast, please like and subscribe and even leave us a review. Let us know what topics you would like to see us address here on Geezer Life. We could really use the support so we don't have to live out our final years camping under a bridge, which is a really hard place to do a podcast from. Yeah, help us get better, because we're working hard at it when we could be napping instead. We now have several ways to contact us. Email at thegeezerlife at gmail.com, Facebook at The Geezer Life, and Instagram, The Geezer Life Podcast. Until then, see you next time, unless we keel over in the meantime. So eliminate the worry. Eliminate the stress. It's time to have your fun. It's The Geezer Life.